Good morning, Remy. Good morning, Brooke. Are we getting back on track? <laughs> I think so. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. Brandon just got back on Sunday night this week. So, um, and then he left again because I talked to him yesterday while he was driving. And he left again this morning. He left again last night and then he left again this morning at like five o'clock. And I'm like, that's just our life. But we're trying to get, we're trying so hard to get back on track. And I feel like we've been doing a pretty good job, but everything that we literally own has been breaking, Remy. I just told you about my coffee pot, my single cup Keurig that I love. I went to make coffee yesterday and it was just like a spitting, sputtering mess. Wouldn't work. So I got pissed and I threw that in the dumpster. I was like, well, there's no sense in tinkering with it because they're and not. They probably could have just cleaned it. I, I don't know. I I have cleaned it, I feel. I don't know, Remy. I'm just. There's like the, there's the little pods that you put in it that kick the calcium and stuff out. I didn't know about that. But I've just really had a week with appliances. I, I get it. You know, I get how it goes. My uh, Keurig in the barn, I thought it was broken. But I just have to slam the top on it really hard, you know, so that it clicks and reads. But, yes, I do the same thing. I throw a lot of stuff out when, it, when I'm in a mood and it's not working. You just get pissed. So, um, must have been last Thursday. No, I have a washer that I do love. It's the second one that I bought like that. <clears throat> It's a Maytag and they're very expensive. It was $1,500 for the washer alone. You know, in Arizona, I've got a Speed Queen off of Facebook Marketplace. It was $300 for the washer and dryer set. And I also love that thing. And I want that thing back. I want that thing here now because this Maytag thing's a piece of shit. And um, I have a lot of laundry to do. I mean, an extreme amount. Not probably as much as you do with four boys but I was also bitching to your husband about this yesterday when he called he's like what are you doing I was like laundry I'm always fucking doing laundry yeah my freaking washer quit working on Thursday Remy it would fill up it would start working and then it would fill halfway up with water and just stop it would not spin and drain do you know what a pain in the ass that is because then you have to drain it and I did try to YouTube it how to fix it <laughs> Uh, me and Bodie, we attempted, but then I was like, I ha it's under warranty. I'm just going to call the place I bought it from. And I paid for the extra insurance. So they came out on Friday and told me they fixed it, cleared all the codes. They fixed it. He leaves. I put a load of laundry in and it fills back up with water. It won't drain out. So I called them on Monday right away. And I told them, you need to get back out here. It's doing the same thing. He did come back on Monday. He fixed it and then left. And he wasn't in out of my driveway 10 minutes. And I was calling him back, telling him it's still doing the same shit. And I'm so frustrated by this point. I'm like, I just want you to take it out of my house and get me a new one. But of course, you're not going to do that. So then he came back the next day and he fixed it again. And it's somewhat working. But if you put, do you know how much wet laundry I had Remy because it would keep yeah. it wouldn't spin it out well when you have all that wet laundry you can literally only wash two pieces at a time so now I'm scared that I'm gonna wreck my washer so I can only wash like four pairs of 
pants at the time. That's making me crazy. Because the reason I bought that washer is because it's so freaking big that I could do, I could overload it and it would be fine. Sorry. It's you, man. It, well, it's I think it's my, it's always me here. My, my um, husband was calling me, but I think we're good now. Um, so yeah, that's been my week with appliances and Hold on, my fix. printer is randomly printing something. That's going to be real loud for a second. Very We're like living the dream this morning. <laughs> it's okay. I think we're done. Maybe we're done. We'll find out. We can roll. We roll with it usually. Yeah. Uh, no, so I when I before I got the new washer and dryer, washers and dryers were still the same way. Um, I started to have problem with my washing machine too, like it wouldn't spin, and ours is a front load washer. Well, um, I sold it or gave it away to my neighbor for like fifty dollars, and I told him that I didn't think it worked, and it was all like the years of dirt in our washer that was stopping the drum from spinning. Well, see that is so they, what I. They, they cleaned it out. They cleaned it out and it works great. But uh, I thought it was hilarious because he was like, yeah, it wasn't that. Remy, he's like, though, he, he's like, that is what I yeah. it could be. But they don't even, they don't even attempt to, when they come fix it, they just start putting new parts on it. They don't even try to do anything with that. I don't feel like. It's a day for appliances to take over. Just... I guess. I guess. Yeah, so <clears throat> my week with appliances hasn't been the greatest. Looking to get back on track here. Yeah, so uh, T got his cast off on Tuesday. He was happy. Oh, nice. And then I was pitching to him on Tuesday afternoon, and he hit a ball, and it hit me really hard in the stomach. But I had to pretend it didn't hurt. I had to walk away, and James like, that hurt. And I was like, yeah. You know, yes, boy, boy, boy mom life. Boy mom life. So you've been in baseball mode and I just started. Tonight will be our second practice. And I gotta tell you, I just love dropping Bronson off at baseball. It's like two hours of peace. I love baseball. I don't drop my boys off though because we coach. And then I had to help. I had to help with the t-ball team because they were down a man. And uh, like halfway through a two-inning game, I was like, I've had enough. Like, I mean, I, I stuck it out. But for the love of God, I don't even know what's printing. Um, I was like, uh, and the, so we have like a group me chat. And they're like, oh, you know, thanks for the Greers for helping out. And I was like, no, thank you for hurting cats all year. Because I couldn't make it through. I could barely make it through one game. So That is hilarious. Shout out to all the Tebow coaches and moms out there good job because i can't good do job. it yeah um so last saturday i love like my sister-in-law she called me and she's like do you want to go garage sailing like yes i do i love to garage sale really i just don't ever have the time so when i have the time i'm like obsessed about it then i want to do it all the time one day and i'm all in i want to go garage sailing every day now <laughs> it was so much fun we got so much shit but um, 
I, as we're garage selling, it just, A, it amazes me the time that people put into setting it all out and organizing it into totes and all of that shit. I mean, some people are just made to have garage sales. I'm not one of them. So that amazes me that they, their organization abilities to be able to do that. It amazes me how, like, I mean, cause I bought clothes off of one shoes. They were my size and Remy, these things don't even look like they've been worn. I don't know about you, but I wear my clothes till the death. I, I mean, there's no, my clothes don't have a garage sale future because they are used to the max. Yeah, mine are too. Although I reorganized my closet at the moment because I got real fat again. So I have, I did. It's okay. I have, we'll talk about why in a minute. Um, I got cameras. I don't know what is going on. You know what? Today's a day. Today is a day. Um, but I have to organize my closet in clothes that should fit in a month, clothes that should fit in three months, clothes that should fit in six months. But uh, if it fits me, I wear it until it doesn't. I also hate garage sales because um, we used to have garage sales like a lot because we lived in a, on a cul-de-sac. And I remember one time I sold a guy a phone. I was like really little. Like I think everything was like 50 cents, right? And like you don't guarantee that it works. And this guy came back to my house and I was probably like eight or nine and like knocked on the door. I, like, I mean like I sold it, but I didn't. It wasn't me. Like at the garage sale sold him that this like phone and he's like oh it doesn't work and i was like okay it doesn't work and then i was he's like i need my money back and like i'm like eight or nine and i was like okay i have to go get my parents and he shoved his foot in the door and wouldn't let me shut the door and that was really scary so i'm just anti-garage sale now and then, uh, like it was like really it was really scary um and then we had garage sales here when we cleaned up the house. We've had like multiple garage sales. It always amazes me the stuff that people will buy. Because I would just throw it away. And then the last time uh, we had all this stuff lined up. And like we just kept posting stuff like, okay, cut. Like there's all these things. Like everything you can imagine from cleaning up a house that you moved into 20 years ago. Plus equipment from the last 20 years. And uh, this guy comes by and he's like, oh, how much for this? It was like a dog collar I made. And I was like, I don't know, like a dollar. He's like, and how much for these halters? And I was like, I don't, I was like, you can take whatever you want for $20, right? Take what, as much as you want. He's like, I can take all of it for $20. I was like, yes, there's a whole fence line. He showed up with like three trucks and took it all away. And I was like, not only did I not have to pay to take this all to the dump, that guy organized it and took it all away. Nice. So uh, I don't care that we only got paid $20 on it. I uh, didn't have to pay to take it away. And I didn't have to store it again. I, yeah, I, so that was my other thing that I just couldn't get over is because we went on Saturday. So we were like, I mean, we, we started at 730 in the morning and we did not get home until 330. So we were going to garage sales that were like just closing up. Yeah. At the end of the afternoon. Remy, some of these places had a ton of shit still. And I finally, I couldn't help myself. I was like, what do you do with this stuff now? Like, are you going to try to do it again? Or are you, I mean, some of them looked like they had not been, they just opened for the first time. In reality, they'd been open for three days. That is how much stuff they had. When they're like, oh, 
no some of it will get put back on a garage sale some of it gets donated some of it gets to go here i'm like oh what a pain in the ass i don't have that kind of patience so the garage sale won't be in my future it doesn't really work where i live anyway it works at, like on streets but uh... um well so the whole we had a conversation last night at book club and the whole garage selling thing got me to thinking about this and you said it's mental health awareness month i mean like i said there was a couple garage sales that we went to that this this stuff was extremely high-end we're talking i don't even know how to say it lululemon like all of the high-end athletica where i don't know um the clothes were tags still on them and piles of them remy i mean i was so overwhelmed i'm like oh my god we stayed there for an hour because i couldn't leave the table of i mean they just literally took all these brand new like clothes that were worn once and just piled them on the table and they did, they had like very high end little girl clothes. Same thing. Everything was a buck to $2. Well, you really can't go wrong in that situation. Um, Until you have to throw it out for your next garage sale. I know. Well, there won't be. I'll wear it till death. <laughs> believe me. Um, and the same thing with like their house stuff too. They had, they had like a lot of really nice house stuff. And I suppose they're upgrading. Anyway start thinking about that like if i would have bought the stuff that i bought from that garage sale brand new it would have definitely cost me anywhere from 600 to 800 dollars and um why do people do that remy like i feel like we as societies get so caught up in i don't know what do we get caught up in and social media is the driver of it and that's where our conversation last night went and well yeah it's it's like so but it's not just social media right it used to be called keeping up with the joneses right my my neighbor has this so i have to have that and um social media makes it 10 times 100 times i don't know how many times worse but it makes it worse but it's nothing new so when um james and i first were engaged and then married, um, he was running a land, he owned a landscape, the company. And we, our whole front pasture that is now all feedlot pens was a nursery. And we planted all these trees, like we get these little plugs, so tiny little trees, and we would transplant them into one gallon pots and from there into five gallon pots to 24 inch boxes and all this stuff. And, you know, I'm hauling stuff to him and I'm still going to school and he's working on all these yards, but these are guys that are same age. And he's putting in very expensive yards and they've got the toy trailer and the boat and the quads and the dirt bikes and a brand new tract house. And I'm like, what are we doing wrong that we don't have all these things? And then you start talking to them, right? Cause they're putting in a pool and then that's why you have to bring the yard in and they're all financed and financed and financed. And that's when money yeah. was really, really cheap. And so I told James, I said, when this economy falls and it will, they, uh, we're going to buy it from them. We're yeah. like, cheap. I was like, they're going to lose it all. We still didn't buy it all. Cause I don't just, you know, we spend money on cows 
Um, but again, right? So they were each keeping up with each other to the point that, you know, six months after you put in a lawn, you drive by and the house would be foreclosed on. So it wasn't just a lot. I mean, like everything, you know, they do barbecues, all that, but it's like you drive by and all the work that they'd done. And it was funny because what would happen is at first they would have him come and do the lawn once a week. Like, cause he would install lawns and then he had a lawn service, right? So he'd install the lawn, they'd have them once a week and it'd be every other week and then every three weeks. And so you could tell like what the pattern of decline pretty soon, you knew that they weren't coming anymore or they didn't want you to come anymore. But again, they were financed and while we were they financed, well, it wasn't just that they were enjoying the fun because we can all enjoy the fun, but everyone, because money was cheap, everyone had to have the biggest and best thing to the point of their financial demise. And, you know, so now you see that on social media, right? You see all the influencers, right? Buy these things, which like same thing. So I talked about Bones Coffee on here last week. and I'll run a tape on this one again too, right? But we're in partnership with a coffee company that's really not paying us very, that's, you know, we might get a kickback off of it, but I like the coffee a lot. Like it tastes good. If it doesn't, we wouldn't promote it. It's the same thing for us with sponsors. As far as our production business, if someone offers me money, but I don't like the product, I'm not going to promote the product because it comes back on me. But like you think of all those social influencers, right? Like I love watching the girls on Instagram because it'll be like, this is the best moisturizer I've used in my entire life. And then two weeks later, this is the best. I was like, they can't all be the best. They can't. And when you're talking about like all the Lululemon and stuff like that, I was like, oh, she's probably like a, like, you know, a wannabe influencer. And so she had to have all the things that look like all the pieces. And, uh, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money wasted that you could have worn. I just think that that is the society that we live in today. And it's definitely trickled down into our youth. And well, and I, it's crazy. Like, for example, my kids, Bodhi could give two fucks about what he wears, Remy. Like he give him a t-shirt and a pair of jeans and he's he's fine he does not care my little one on the other hand he is very very particular about what he wears um and i don't know how he i mean i'm not sure how he got that way like he's been that way since he was little and it's not about brands or anything he's not weird like that um he's more weird about fit but he recognizes and knows what brands are but then you look at, i mean a lot of little girls um they're it's they they're influenced from adults from a very young age about that sort of thing i should say well you think and, about this and it's like, you think about Fallon Taylor, right? She built an empire on like her, I mean, a lot of her money, right? It's a clothing empire. And it's not that she doesn't like, and I think her whole, like a uh, barrel racing college is awesome. Barrel racing university, whatever it is, is awesome. But she's built an empire by promoting herself to a younger generation. Cause if you buy this, you can look like me. If you dress like me, maybe you can be me. And again, I think it's just, it's so invasive with social media. It's, again, it's not that it wasn't there, but it wasn't there constantly all the time and subtle, right? Because that's why social media is so subtle about it. 
is, you know, you might've watched a TV show before and saw a girl's shirt where you're like, oh, I should wear that. But when that influencer or whatever wears the same shirt in 10 different colors, I want to have that shirt, right? Because it's subtle. It's not like, oh, you should buy this shirt and it's from so-and-so. It's like, oh, that's a cute shirt, right? Where'd you get it? And then it's in the comments. Then she wears it again in a different color. And it's just this very subtle message of what you should be buying and how they're directing you to buy things. And it, you know, it's a, uh, I don't know. Social media is horrible and invasive and also amazing at the same time. I know. Like I, um, obviously I love social media and I, I don't post like personally. Well, I'm really bad. Remy pretty much runs our Facebook page and we just, I mean, we are putting inspiring things on there, trying to anyway, not like there's nothing flashy about what we're posting on the coffee with the cowgirls page. Right. We portray a pretty simple life between the two of us. Correct. Correct. And, but, and I do, like, I don't feel like you post pictures on your personal Facebook page and I post pictures on my personal Facebook page and I do it more so because do you love the memories when the memories pop up? They make me emotional. I do like that because I'm, that's where our conversation was last night. Um, I remember now. Okay. So anyway, um, the pictures, like there's a lot of people who post everything, right? And if you're one of them people, I'm not slamming on you. I'm, we're just literally having a conversation here, but they post lots of pictures daily or weekly about their big trips or the things they're doing, the things they have. Does that make sense? Yeah. And again, right. So it's this one-sided thing. I think that even before we started doing this, you know, if you look back through my Facebook deal, like through my my personal Facebook page, right? I talk about wins and losses and I talk about like personal wins and losses, right? Like today was a good day, blah, blah, blah. And then one of my members came up. I got, I got this one really cool mermaid cup one time. Like it was awesome. And I had another one similar to it, but not as cool as this one. I had a big pink mermaid tail and it got broken before I even got it out of the car. And that memory just came up on Facebook. Cause it was like, here's the other side of being a boy mom. They love big, they hug big, they are big. The downside is that they break things, right? So I've always tried to be very honest and kind of funny in all the wins and losses in your life, right? Cause I think what happens with social media, and again, it's not just particular social media, but it makes it under a microscope, is people only wanna share the wins, right? They only wanna share the big trip. They don't wanna share this. And it makes you feel alone, right? What are they doing that I can't do that? What have they done to have that success that I can't have? And what is wrong with me that I don't want those things, right? Like, I love going to our, our Lake Powell trip. I love it. It's very expensive. Now, is it as expensive as some things? No, but we save up for it. But again, I like it because it's disconnected. But I also like as much having a picnic with my boys on the backside of a pasture lease, which also is something great, right? Like, and I realize not everyone has that opportunity, but I try and find, you know, if you can find happiness in those small things, then sometimes it makes you think that there's something wrong with you because you can't find happiness or not find happiness, but you don't want the big thing. So and what's I think wrong with you? Like, when you get to that point in your life where you're like, 
I just, I don't want that big thing. I want the simplicity. I think that's like a super good spot to be in. I think you should be proud of yourself if you find yourself in that spot. Um, yes. But you know, I, like there was like the, one of the original mommy bloggers committed suicide earlier this week. I cannot think of her name, but she was like, before mom blogging got really big, she was one of those people. And she talked about the ups and downs. She talked about depression. She talked about all of those things. But, you know, she gave a lot of herself to everyone. And then, you know, come and to it's find. exhausting trying to. Well, like, you're cura if you have to curate an image, right? If you're living on social media, yes, thinking, oh you're, you're curating an image all the time, right? And that is very difficult. And I think a hard part of it is a lot of these people are curating an image that's not inherently true to who they are, right? You know what? And I, think, I, I think for us, it's like you get a lot of cursing, you get a lot of realness, and I feel, and you get a lot of trying to be inspirational no matter what. But I think that's who we are as people, right? So we don't have to curate that image. We don't have to say, like, oh, we're trying to be positive because it's not even fake positivity. Again, we're like, today was a shitty day but there's always a way out. Yeah, and I feel like part, like Remy does do a lot on copy with the Cowgirls Facebook page. She pretty much, she does it all. Um, and I, well, A, I like what Remy does on it. I think she does a good job. I don't want to step on her toes or anything like that, but I, I don't know. Not I'm not saying I'm a private person, but like, I'm happy just spreading the good word on here. You know what I mean? I feel like that's enough. Somewhat is such a double edged sword because if you don't post on the social media, plus do this, then you get lost. Um, but yet at the same token, look at that mom blogger you were just talking about. She was exhausted trying to probably keep herself out there, do all of the things that she talked about, come up with new ideas of things to talk about to her audience, recreate herself to her audience all the time, try to be the good mom, the wife, and then this person that she portrayed herself to this large audience, I'm guessing, because I bet she had a large audience. And yeah. that is, that's crazy. No, and I think, and I think too, it's like, I, um, and you see it like, even on my, if you follow like my personal Instagram versus my, I, I make sure that I post pretty frequently from the business stuff, but my personal one goes up and down, right? If I'm in that mood, I post. If I'm not in that mood, I don't post. It's the same thing for coffee with the cowgirls. If I have something that I run across that I feel is important or I like, or it hits a note with me, I'll post it. If I don't, it sounds horrible. I don't make the effort to do it, right? If that inspiration doesn't strike me, then it doesn't strike me. I think that that's who we are, though. And I and do. And I think that's, again, very, it gets very organic. It's very natural to us. So that's why you'll see, also, it's like me having having conversation with me, right? I can go, blah, 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 and then the next day, I'm just like, super cool. Awesome for you. <laughs> I've gotten so bad about not posting anything on our business Facebook pages. And I need to because I know that that's how you get um, growth and you stay in front of people, everything. Um, but see, I, I, I've done it both ways. And I don't, and this is what I think to be true. 
right? And I've had this conversation with other companies when we talk about sponsorships and stuff like that, right? Social media following does not equal dollars for a lot of people. So um, I re I had to rechange the clothing website that's got the stuff for Ride the Crazy, yeah. off with Cowgirls JR Productions, right? And I had a very good friend with a very large following post to her following. Now, the page got a thousand views. It got one order, one order, and nothing on there is, is very expensive, right? So did I get views from it? Yes, I did. Did that now translate into money? No, it didn't. And that's where I think you have all these girls, right? If I can get 100,000 followers, I can get paid. Most of those girls aren't getting paid or they're getting paid in product. Now, if you're doing things that you like, right? Like if you're, if you're doing a food, if you're a food influencer, right? And you really love cooking and that comes out and you get to do it, then go ahead and do it. But don't think like, okay, I don't need to go to cooking school or culinary school. I can do this and then I'll get paid money. does not matter if you have 300,000 followers. Very few people are going to pay you for that because it's this whole new world, right? And now we used to have to have 100,000 followers. Now you have to have 300,000 followers. And it's even like when I look at our podcast numbers, they grow every week, but we're not blowing anything out of the water. We're at like consistently about 200 and something listens per episode yeah. in a week, which, which is great. Like that is awesome. However, it's almost like for me, so we're having this conversation, it's great. But like the messages that I receive, the messages that you receive from people are more than those numbers. Like when you're talking to people that don't feel alone or feel like they're part of a community and feel like that you have their back, that means even more to me than having a thousand listens on an episode because Yes, I want to reach more people because we want to spread this message, not for popularity. We want to we want to touch more people in the same way that we're getting feedback for the people that we are affecting. Yeah, absolutely. For me anyway, that's what I think. Oh, I think that we both have the same. We're both on the same page there. Um, so our conversation last night around this at Book Club, one of the girls said, you know what I'm so sick of? She said, I'm so sick of on Snapchat. Now I don't have Snapchat. Um, so I don't know, like, I'm not sure what that looks like or what she was talking about, but she said, I'm so sick of the women on Snapchat going to these concerts and they're videoing the entirety of the concerts. And she was joking about it. Cause she was like, you know, I'm just so OCD that of course I can't not open their message. So then I get sucked into watching a concert. I don't really care about just so it goes off of my feed. <laughs> um, I'm like, that brought up a whole conversation around this about people, the society we live in today, people are, they want to share their experiences or the moments with everybody for a multitude of reasons. Um, some like to share those moments and memories with others in that form because it's cool to like, they, it's a cool experience. So they want to share it. Others do it for reasons of popularity. I would assume. I don't know. I mean, I think that there's multiple reasons why people do that. So then we go into another conversation about, are you the person who takes pictures 
to post them on social media or to show the amount of fun that you're living or are you a live in the moment kind of person? For me, I'm terrible at taking pictures. I mean, I, I hardly, I'm trying to get better about it because I don't, I don't have very many. So like my thing for social media, right, is if I think it's funny, I will post it, right? I don't care what it, like the hot shot, like spin the hot shot, right? I think it's hilarious. I didn't post it to get a ton of views. I thought it was hilarious, right? I would want to see that from other people. So different, yes, different story though. I mean, right. that's not like. Yeah, but what I mean, like, you know, so it's, but like, a lot of people would do something like that, trying to gain popularity. I just think it's hilarious, and I want the world to laugh very hard. Um, I tend, if you look at my my phone, it's tend to be full of pictures of sunsets, of cattle and horses. Because if I think something's beautiful, and I have my phone, I will take oh, a picture, right? A picture, a couple yeah. pictures. But I hate when you're somewhere like we go to, like we don't go to Disneyland as much as we used to. But someone would be like, I didn't even know you went to Disneyland the other day. You didn't post anything. And I was like, because I was at Disneyland. I didn't want to take, like, unless, you know, like, unless the boys were doing something, like, if they meet someone or something like that. But I don't want to take my phone out. I don't want to be on my phone at Disneyland. I want to enjoy Disneyland. Yeah. And um, you see it, like, the biggest pet peeve of wedding photographers, right? You've paid a photographer to come to your wedding, to set up gorgeous shots. And I watch all this guy on TikTok. I love him. His name's Taco Reacts, and uh, he's actually a professional boudoir photographer, but, like, he just seems like this redneck. It's awesome, and he always reacts to all these videos. And, like, there's this – he's – it's important to know he's a professional photographer because there's this gorgeous setup, right? The guy's got the ring light, and the bride is coming through, and the light is perfect, and someone walks in front of the shot, cell phone up to take the picture, and he's like, this, this right here. He goes, why don't you ever shoot weddings? This, this right here is why I don't shoot weddings. Because again, it's not your day to take the picture. If you want to take the picture, take the picture at the reception. But don't walk in front of a photographer. Don't have your phone up. I hate looking at all these wedding pictures, like where throughout the ceremony, someone has their phone up. Like it doesn't really bother me as much for the walk when the bride's walking, as long as you're out of the shot, like take snap the shot and be done. But like, enjoy the moment. You're there celebrating that couple and it's their day. It's not even your day. It's their day. But you I know, you have to be the first one to show up. Conversation got started, is right? You have to be the first one on Snapchat to say that you were there to show yeah. all the cool kids that you were at the concert, at the wedding, at the cool restaurant, at the horse show. You have to show all those things. My Snapchats are entirely different. I really stay on Snapchat one to talk to my friend Beth, and then because Matt Budge, the cutting horse trainer, posts hilarious things. That is the only reason I'm really on Snapchat. That's it. There's just so many things these days, like. Snapchat, TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn. I also, it's the ADD in me where I cycle through each app, right? Like I get really big on TikTok for a while. Then I'm like, I don't want to be on TikTok. I'm big on Facebook. I don't want to be on Facebook. Big on Instagram. Like I just, I'm like a grazer well, of social of media. Things. So the conversation was, is are you a live in the moment type of person? Or are you a person who likes to capture every moment in memory while it's happening. Um, I'm definitely a lived <coughs> I don't, I want to, 
I don't want to live through pictures. I want to remember exactly how I felt, where I was, what we were doing. I remember, I want to remember every detail. Yeah. And I think it's the same thing. If you look at like the pictures I have in my phone, right? So it's sunsets and horses and cattle or it's candid shots that I've snapped when no one's paying attention. Right. I very few, you like, I, it's the same thing. So that was the joke for last year in Vegas, Christine and I have been very good friends for a long time. We have like three pictures together because Sounds That's like not, my husband. <laughs> yeah, right. Same thing with James. Like, there's not a lot of pictures of us together because we just rather be together than like, oh, can you take a picture or can you do this? But and that's why I feel like most of my friendships are is they're not. Um, and you'll see that, right? Like you'll see some people that still are posting like nine thousand pictures from a night out, and good for them. It's important to them. I think that's why they post them. But man, I, first of all, I, I don't want that many people to know where I am, contrary to my find my phone app where I got like 19 people following me. So side note, if you ever want to murder me, someone's going to know. Someone's going to know where you were. <laughs> and, uh, but you know, I, I don't, I, I like to take pictures, but I also don't want to spend my life setting up the shot to take the picture, right? You snap the picture because it just pops up or there's a very pretty view. And again, for me, like pictures have to be pretty, they have to be interesting or they have to be important for some reason. But well, and I, so I feel like there's a large portion of our population who let's say that you've got a Kentucky Derby party. Cause that just happened. The Kentucky Derby, you have a Kentucky Derby party that you've just been fascinated and fixated on for months because you get to go buy a, the hat to wear and you've got a cute outfit and you've been planning that outfit and the party and thinking about it, dreaming about it for weeks. And then you have an idea in your head of what it's going to look like and you get there, you're living it, you're taking the pictures <coughs> because you have the perfect outfit, the perfect hat that you spent all this time and money and put a lot of thought into wearing it all together and it's not at all like what you thought it would be that you you had it built up in your head i think that happens to me all the time so i'm more of a spur of the moment type of person i love unorganized things the things that i plan the things i build up in my head they usually freaking they suck. They're not as much fun as I thought. And I it's like the it's the Christmas morning phenomenon, right? It is. I want snow coming down. I want soft light from the fire. I, I want, want to happy... look like a damn Hallmark movie. Yeah, I, I want happy kids that are nicely opening presents, and all the trash just magically disappears. Like I want a warm sugar cookies on yeah. the counter. But mm. again, right? Expectation versus reality. And that's a very hard thing for people. And so again, and tying it back to mental health month. So May has been mental health month from 1949. If you're already somewhere on that spectrum of not feeling great. And now you start to obsess about either how many likes you got, how many views did you get? Yeah. Are you popular? Are you on the right trend? Like I got too much shit to keep up with, but you know, all of that can feed that. And I think it makes it worse. It makes anxiety worse. And also you can't get away from social media because it's like the 24 hour news cycle, right? 
Everything's happening all the time. You're always refreshing. How many likes did I get? How many likes did they get? What are they doing? All these things. And you're just like, post it and send it out into the world. Cause that's what I do, right? I post it and then I don't really check what happens with it. I also don't really respond to negative comments. Not that I get a lot. Sometimes I do, but same thing. So I have a friend that has the same girl as a very large following. She posted something and it's almost all positive comments. And one of the comments though, is she posted a video of her horse and it's like, that girl, I can't ride and she's not letting the horse work at all. And I'm like, why are you going to be an asshole? If you can't say nice things, like don't put it out there. And again, 99% of her comments were, were positive. And I just saw, cause like, you know, on Instagram, it shows up like how many comments show up, whatever it was right there. But it was one of those things where it's just like, it struck me. Now they weren't talking about me. They were talking about a friend of mine and it wasn't even as mean as some of the things I've seen, but it's like, why do you have to do that? And the other thing that social media has done is it um, allows you to say things you would never say to people's face. Yeah. And uh, four years. Yeah. And, you know, again, you don't realize what someone is dealing with. And then you're going to say something negative. And I think for me, it's the hardest when you see these girls like put up like the outfits or whatever. And then you start reading the negative comments. Like, so she put up an outfit and either she's very confident right? And what she looks like. And she just wants to put it out there because, hey, it looks awesome. And she feels confident or she put it out there for self-validation. And now you're being negative. Why do you have to be negative? There's so much negativity that's not even on purpose. Don't purposely do negative things because that could really hurt somebody. It, it makes people care more than they need to. I, again, with, for me, with social media, I put it out there and I, I send it out into the world, right? This is what I have to offer, but I am more. And it goes back to the openness versus the closest. It's not that you're not close. It's not that you're close, right? I'm way more open about things just in general, but that is my personality. You ask me a question. I'm going to tell you everything you ever wanted to know. Probably more than you wanted to know. (laughs) But that's who I am as a person, right? But I used to be the opposite. I used to be closed. So I, uh, I just put things out into the world and hope for the best. And that's what I'm going to do. But uh, social media is a funny thing. And like for us, I think it is a very good tool to let people know that they're not alone. Absolutely. Like that. There's different pieces of all of us that they can recognize in themselves. And then, you know, you you find like-minded individuals, or at least you see a piece of yourself in someone else that you like or it helps you understand yourself because we're just a sounding board for everyone. But, you know, like, it's the same thing for me. Like I, it hasn't been a great month for me, not because of anything. Like I understand the physical signs of depression much more that I, I see them before the mental signs, right? I'm tired all the time. I don't have motivation. So I just keep going through the steps because that's where I am right now. And it's not because anything anyone did. I mean, there's the stress of daily life, but that's there all the time, no matter what. So what do I have to do? I have to get up. I have to make myself do things because if it's up to me right now, I would curl up in bed and not get out of bed, which doesn't serve anyone. And then it like snowballs into worse. So wake up, do the things, right? Drink the coffee, go to work, ride the horses, do what you can and hope that eventually it just doesn't feel like nothing's going on in your life. And that's for me, and that's for me right? That's me. That's my struggle. I know that to be true. 
And again, I know that I have a lot of good things going on, but I can't find it right now. Like I can't find it. I, I don't wake up finding it, right? I have to search it out every day. I am in the same spot. And it's just because um, life just feels a little chaotic right now in the sense of the mess because we're trying to put everything back together, right? We're trying to unload our lives and put it all back together. And <coughs> it's hard for me to work in the mess of all of that. And it makes me a little bit, a lot of bit crazy. And um, to the point I threw my living room furniture out yesterday into the burn pile. I'm That's just not a like, manic episode, just so you know. <laughs> no, I'm like, I just want it gone. It's like, <coughs> so I don't even have anything to replace it yet, but I will. It doesn't really bother me. You go to a garage um, sale this weekend, you'll find it. Oh, I know. That's what my hopes are. And I was like, <laughs> just so we're all prepared, just get it out of the house now. Um, but I think that there was a time in my life where I looked at social media and put a lot of value and stock into what others had and I didn't. And thankfully I feel like that lasted a very short period of my life because I don't really give a shit anymore. I don't, I mean, all you can, or all I can focus on is where I'm at in my life and those women look extremely beautiful and um they obviously find happiness in that you know look at wearing the pretty clothes and looking gorgeous all the time but that's not my life i mean I'm happy in the barn. My hair, you can't see, but it's so gray. Maybe you can. Holy shit, it's bad. Oh, um, no, I'm roaning out. I'm officially a Bay Roan, which is great because my husband loves Roan, so I'm Bay Roan is beautiful. I'm starting to look extremely old. Like, I'm like, I need to dye my hair ASAP. Um, it's, this, it's this for me. It's this for me that makes me look really old. Maybe we should do Botox on here one day. Maybe we should both get Botox. Yeah, so my worry about Botox is, um, like, if I have a bad reaction, then it's all going to, like, slip down. <laughs> um, no, I, I think that social media is a double-edged sword. It can make people feel really welcome. And, again, it's the same thing for me. Like, so I like to write, right? It's one of my... I don't know. It's one of like the 19 things I like to do. So I like to write. And when I put it out there, right, I don't expect a great response. I write something that feels true and honest to me. And then I send it out into the world and I leave it alone. Right. I don't respond. I don't really check if you like it. What I try and do is like, I'll look back good. and see stuff. But it's like, that's my, that's, that's my way of putting pieces of me out into the world. And again, I don't expect a giant response. I don't expect to be successful from it. Because for us, I know success comes from just working hard. Just work harder. Just work harder, work harder, work harder. And I know that sounds horrible. I mean, I would like to be a full-time baseball mom. I don't see that in my future unless I win the lottery. But it's not working out for me. So uh, I don't want to be that. Mm -mm. 
Oh, I would like I I could I could do the full time. I say this, but I probably couldn't. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Uh, and I told someone the other day. I said I was, I was like I think I could be a stay at home mom, and they laughed. And they're like, you would be the worst. <laughs> I'm. I was like probably. Not probably. doing right now either. Remy, you would be proud of me because, um, as most of our viewers know, I have a love hate relationship with nature. And I've been pushing myself out there because our road, we live on a tar road, but it's all under construction. So it's, it's been gravel for the last year. So since I've been home, I take, I've been taking our horses down the road for like, it's pretty much three miles, like just long trotting and loping. And, um, I really am seeing a lot of benefits from it. I like it. It's, the benefits are only not only for them, but they're for me because it helps my confidence and yeah, it's well, a it's a controlled trail ride for you. It is a controlled trail ride. It's also extremely dangerous. Just let me tell you, it that's the thing about nature is dangerous. Um, these motherfucking cars, they drive. My, cars are not nature. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> yes, it all goes together, Remy. It all goes together. So I'm not sure really what's going to happen yet. If, if I'm going to get hit or if I'm going to have extreme road rage and run one of these assholes down and wrap my bridle reins around their neck yet. I'm not really sure. I, it's like, a, it's been a roller coaster of emotions for me with this for the last couple of days. Um, I've definitely flipped a couple people off. Uh, they are rude assholes. Okay. So if you're riding down the side of the road, um, and it's gravel, mind you, it's gravel. How much effort does it take to slow down to 40, 40, just to go around me? So is so last night, uh, we sent the kids to my mom's house because we were supposed to have like a nice dinner day. We didn't. We ended up hauling cows, which was still nice. And then we ate at Denny's at like 11 o'clock at night. But um, it's going somewhere. I'm getting off the freeway and it's like two turn lanes, right? And it's set for semis on the inside lane. So it's, you've got more than enough room to come out and around. A car like clips across the nose of my truck and trailer. And I'm fully loaded because people are just fucking dicks. And they've never either been around livestock or driven anything more than a little shitbox car, right? So they don't understand how long it takes you to break in a truck and trailer. And they don't understand that when they go whizzing by a wild animal that you are on, there is the propensity for you to get hurt or for them to get hurt if you catch up to them. Um, Remy, I, literally, I'm not even joking here. I know that I've had several people pass me on this gravel road doing 70 plus. It's gravel. There's rocks flying fucking everywhere. And I... I don't, they, they don't understand that like at any point in time, this horse could drop to the ground and jump out in front of them. Probably going to kill the horse, me and injure one of them severely. And then they're going to have to live with killing me the rest of their life because that's what's going to freaking happen. I, it's pissed me off so much that I sent an email to the freaking transit person who makes all the rules and regulations on the road systems in our County to see if they would change the speed. Because <coughs> I'm like, I we live on a lake. I like to ride around that lake. It's beautiful. That is nature, Remy. That is nature. Now, 
got myself to the point where when a bird flies away, I don't get scared anymore. Then my horse isn't getting scared. I mean, we're making huge strides here. But now I got the assholes traffic to deal with. And it's very nerve wracking. No, it's uh but look at you conquering a fear. I making myself, I am making myself do that. Now the traffic's got me nervous, so not really sure what the hell I'm gonna do yet. Feel like I just need to keep pushing myself out there. You should carry like water balloons with you and just throw them at cars. BB guns and I'll shoot their cars like they are my maybe that is what I should do. A BB yeah, gun. I'm, because... I'm trying to give you something that you can't get a misdemeanor for. <laughs> We're just gonna like shoot out a taillight or something. I mean, it's like no different than them pelting me with rocks as they go flying past. Or maybe that carry rocks and just throw them. Your mom. <laughs> There's some crazy ass woman out on the road on a horse throwing rocks. <laughs> Or maybe dress like like a swamp witch and just yell yeah. at them when they go by and they'll think that there's some crazy lady and they won't drive down your road anymore. Oh, they are making me crazy. I probably look like a psycho out there and I don't even care. I mean, somebody's got to stand oh, no. up for the citizens of, citizens of our community. Breck left again. This is what happens. Minnesota doesn't like her. She needs to go back to Arizona. No, Brandon keeps calling me. Brandon, you're no. doing things, Brett. Doing things, doing things. <coughs> so yeah, um, I don't know. My advice would be after having that conversation with those girls about are you living in the moment or are you trying to capture everything as it happens around you? Um, I just, I thought about it a lot and I'm like, I think a lot of people are trying to capture every stinking moment and maybe out of guilt, like for ones with little kids, like think if they don't capture the moments, they're not a good mom or I don't believe that to be true at all. Well, I think it's like one of those, I think there's this fine line, right? Like, I think you should take the pictures you want to take, but take it and then rejoin the moment, right? It doesn't mean you have to forego all pictures, but you don't need to take a million. No, and set it all up so it looks adorable and perfect. And life isn't perfect. So that's, throw that out the window. Bronson thought he was adopted up until last year because I don't have, I have very few pictures of him. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But you know, I do. I think you got to take care of yourself. And, uh, realize that social media isn't real and um you know that right there social media is not real not real anything that you can edit and can have all full control of uh is not real so yeah like those filters i've never done that before do you know what ones i'm talking about yeah that one that just makes you look so gorgeous like flawless yeah, I except for like, it's always like 55 year old women that use it. And I was like, I know you in real life. I see you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know how to do it. Like, I don't, where, where do you get that filter from to do that? But what I'm saying is I've seen like people do the before the filter and then after the filter. And it's mind blowing. Like, they, I love the girls on TikTok that are like, if I look like this in real life, you won't be able to stop me. I, yeah, 
it's nuts though that technology is that crazy. I mean, because it doesn't even look yeah, like those people. But you know, so I got to pack lunches. You have stuff to do. I better, my husband thinks I'm not working. Don't worry. <laughs> James has to go down to um, do some stuff down in our, our, our cow pastures with our partner today. And I'm, I'm texting you. He's like, I forgot to ask you how your partnership's doing. I was like, well, it is far less lucrative than yours. <laughs> we know what uh, we got. Yeah, Remy and I have been, we usually talk a lot. The last couple of weeks, we definitely have not had a chance to talk much. No, I've had baseball every night and uh, it, it, uh, full on depression mode, too. So, you know, there's that. So. People, if you've called me and you don't have a real thing to answer, talk to me about Brandon is calling her again. And you don't have a real thing to talk to me about. I'm not just ignoring you. I don't, I'm ignoring everyone. I don't want to talk to anyone right now. So, hi. Welcome to depression and Remy. That's okay. It is, well, it, it is <laughs> mental health month. So, that mental health awareness month, that didn't sound good. Um, I am very, I am very aware of my mental health. So remember, so which is a good place real. to be. It's a good place to be. If you are aware of it and recognize it, then. Yeah, then I can do nothing about it because that's what depression also does. But uh, so for our sign off, social media isn't real. Uh, take care of yourself. And um, yeah, take a picture or a few pictures, but not a lot of pictures, unless that's all you want to do. But your kids will much more remember you laughing with them than looking at the picture on your iPhone. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, um, until next week, Remy, be bold, be brave, and be humble. We'll see you next week, Graham. Have Bye. a good week, everybody. Bye.